0: Come on! Broadcasting from the cradle of liberty in Philadelphia. All the way to the rhythm and blues of Beale Street in Memphis. To high atop the Wasatch Mountains in Utah.
1: This is where politically correct perception meets common sense.
0: This is The Joe Carey
1: Show.
2: Hey,
1: welcome
3: to The Joe Carey Show. It's Friday, uh... Big Friday, the, uh, just, what, a handful of days before the election. And uh, it's phone it in Friday, so if there's something on your mind, give us a call, 801-331-8113, 801-331-8113. Would love to know what you're thinking. about. actually, the question I want to start with uh, this Friday is this. If you think about past elections, uh, Carter, Ford, Ford, uh, Reagan, Mondale. I mean, take your pick. There were issues on the table. Important issues, but they were issues. I think this election is different because we are looking at um, a metamorphosis uh, if Joe Biden wins. I mean, we are going to go down a path that this country has uh, again, maybe on particular issues, we've looked at it and said, you know what, let's try this. Joe Biden wants to take us on the socialist train, the same train that you know Venezuela and other countries have been on. And Joe Biden, his team and the media are acting as though this is normal. They're acting as though this happens all the time. We have never been at a crossroads like the one uh, we are facing now. So the question I would like to ask you, the audience, is what is compelling you to vote the way you're voting? You know, when you walked into the voting booth or you you filled out the paper ballot uh, and mailed it in, what was the driving factor? Whether it was Biden or Trump or you know Burgess Owens or Ben McAdams, what was the driving force in your decision? Eight hundred one three three one eighty one thirteen. I have to tell you, for me, it, it some of the factors were the Supreme Court. I mean, really, when you think about it, I don't want Joe Biden or the Democrats packing the Supreme Court. I don't want them turning it into a, a super legislative body. And really, that's what they're doing. And if you watch third-ruled countries and their politics, it's one of the first things that the left does, right? They install their, their mouthpiece in a judicial robe. And everybody recognizes that that for what it is, but people are afraid to speak up. They're afraid to say anything because by then it's too late. But I don't want to see that. I don't want to see Elizabeth Warren as the treasury secretary. You know, that's the position she's gunning for, right? She wants to be the next treasury secretary. I don't wanna see AOC in charge of the EPA. I don't wanna see Bernie Sanders or Beto O'Rourke in charge of gun policy. So those are the things that I'm thinking about when I vote, but what's compelling you? When you get into that voting booth, what are you thinking about? Why are you voting the way you're voting? And now we have, before it was all anecdotal, we have actual evidence now that uh, for the first time, uh, Texas has reported more people have voted in 2020 than in 2016. And that's the first state to report that. I know from the media, you would think that we're breaking all these records in terms of people having voted. The first state to actually have cast more votes than 2016 is Texas. And it's the only one so far. As a matter of fact, on the front page of Breitbart, there's saying the Democrats are panicking, freaking out over Florida because they're not getting the numbers out of Miami-Dade County that they need. So the Democrats, not only do they have to win Miami-Dade County, they've got to stack up such a cushion. They've got to rack up so many extra votes in Miami-Dade County that it actually offsets the rest of the state and they're trailing turnout for 2016. So now they're freaking out. They're wondering, where's Joe Biden? And do you know where Joe Biden is? He's in Minnesota. You know, the state that the media was reporting, oh, Joe Biden has Minnesota locked up. He's up by 16 points. Well, if it's so locked up, why is Joe Biden campaigning in Minnesota? And not only is he campaigning, Barack Obama is campaigning with him for the first time ever. They're both campaigning in Minnesota today, and you've got to ask yourself why, right? If Minnesota is in the bag for the Biden team, why isn't he down in Florida? I think this election is going to be much much closer than people uh, in the mainstream media are suggesting. And I think part of that is just driven by the prejudice, by the narrative, right? Uh, Media members tend to be more liberal, and they're going to see it through that prism. And I think part of it is just bad polling. But we won't have to wait that much longer. Now, the Supreme Court did say that North Carolina and Pennsylvania, in a temporary decision, can continue to accept ballots after the November 3rd deadline. Now the Supreme Court did leave themselves some wiggle room to revisit that issue, and when they do, Amy Coney Barrett will be on the uh, the bench. So eight hundred one three three one eighty one thirteen. Have you voted? And if so, what was the driving force? What what issues were you voting on? Was it the micro? Was it something local? Was it the mask mandate? Was it the economy that Trump created before the uh, virus hit us? Are you tired of Joe Biden? Are you looking at Joe Biden and just – are you tired of Trump? Are you looking at Trump and just saying, you know what? Four years, I've had enough. But I want to hear what is motivating you or what has motivated you when you cast your uh, vote. Because I think this truly is this truly is the election of uh, of a lifetime because it's not about a particular issue it's about everything it's about is this grand experiment going to continue well Joe that sounds you know a little bit uh, like hyperbole there I don't think so When you talk about destroying the third branch of government, when you talk about taking the Supreme Court and the district courts and just packing them with the people that see the world the way you do, doesn't it become less of a court and more of just like a super legislature? I just want to read this article real quick. It's from the Daily Mail. And um, let me just read. We only have a few minutes left in this segment. President Donald Trump raged at the Supreme Court Friday after it ruled officials in Pennsylvania and North Carolina could count mail-in ballots, which arrive after the election. Trump said, this decision is crazy and so bad for our country. Can you imagine what will happen during that nine-day period? The election should end on November 3rd. That was after a similar tweet sent out just before 3 a.m. accusing the Supreme Court of helping Biden to victory. Voting does end on November 3rd, but ballot counting can go on for several days depending on turnout and how uh, late voting went. Legally, states have to let anyone who was in line vote by poll closing time to cast their ballot. The Supreme Court has allowed these states, North Carolina and Pennsylvania, both of which Trump sees as crucial to his victory, to accept late-arriving ballots. Now, Brett Kavanaugh said something which, uh, to me, made a lot of sense. He said, look, the Constitution is very clear on this issue. The Constitution says the state legislature controls the time, place, and manner of voting. So if the state wants to accept late ballots, it's easy. Just pass a law. Just pass a law. That's all you have to do. But the states aren't passing laws. Their director of elections is instituting these policies unilaterally. And I think that's where the Supreme Court comes back and says, look, The Constitution has been very clear. If you want to accept late ballots, you have that right, but it's the state legislature, not an unelected bureaucrat that gets to do that. We'll be back right after this break.
1: The healthcare enrollment period has just ended. Did you miss it? Don't go a whole year without having a healthcare program. Sign up for Liberty Healthshare today. As a Christian healthcare sharing ministry, they are not insurance. So you can still sign up. There's no open enrollment period. You can sign up now. And you can pick the program of your choice. You get to select your doctors and your hospital. They have programs for single individuals, for couples and families. Best of all, there are no contracts. And plans start at only $199 per month. Go to libertyhealthshare.org backslash joe carey. That's LibertyHealthShare.org backslash Joe Carey, K-E-R-R-Y.
0: If you haven't switched to Pure Talk USA, you're probably paying too much for your cell service. Pure Talk covers 99% of the country, and plans start at just $20 per line with no contract and a one-month risk-free guarantee. You've got nothing to lose. You can even keep your phone and your number. Get 50% off your first month when you call now. Just go to puretalkusa.com and enter promo code off. That's puretalkusa.com, promo code off.
3: Hey, welcome back to the Joe Carey Show, right here on the Fed by Ravens Media Network. You can go to FedByRavensMedia.com, See the complete lineup. I've got to tell you, the uh, the, the prototype, the beta version, I guess, of the app is out. Uh, Brian and I both have had the opportunity of uh, playing around with that. Brian, what do you what do you think of the uh, the app?
0: Oh, I think it's uh, I think it's the latest greatest thing. I wish people could vote for it. Well, maybe they can. <laughs>
3: It actually can. You you can actually leave us a review once it's out. But I, I have to tell you, the uh, um, technology uh, is just absolutely amazing. I mean when you think about it before, if you wanted to listen to a particular show on radio, you had to be within, you know, the 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 reach of that radio tower. And you know, a simple thing like a mountain or a building or bad weather jams, interferes, or disrupts that signal, especially on the AM band, right? The AM band's full of static. But I've got to tell you, you listen to Fed by Raven's media over the app, and it is crystal clear. And you don't have those same disruptions because the technology is just different. So I was listening to the app. We started. Uh, uh, I started my trip in Salt Lake, flew to Dallas, listened to the app in Dallas, no problems, crystal clear. Boarded the plane, uh, flew to Philadelphia, and uh, have been listening to the Fed by Ravens Media Network on the app uh, all over uh, Philadelphia. And it's been uh, just an amazing experience to see that, to see the growth. The app, hopefully, uh, in another week or 10 days will be available for you uh, to download. We're just making some last-minute changes to it. So go to fedbyravensmedia.com. There's a great way to support us. You can make a one-time uh, support payment, a donation, or you can sign up to support us month to month uh, just right there at fedbyravensmedia.com. Um It was funny. uh, Some of the uh, talent on the network, they reached out to Brian and said, hey, you know what? It'd be really nice if we did something for Election Day. And I know Brian and I are just, you know, treading water, trying to get the app ready and trying to get the video uh, pieces in place. But that's the kind of excitement there is for the network. That's uh, the best way to move forward uh, is with uh, talented individuals who just see limitless, truly limitless opportunities. So stay tuned. We'll be bringing you more about that, fedbyravensmedia.com. There's a story that's out. uh, It's on redstate.com. And I just want to read this to you because if your city hasn't been affected by looting or the rioting, Mm -hmm. don't sit there smugly and think, hey, we dodged that bullet. Chances are it's coming. It's coming. This article uh, was posted on Red State, and its uh, author is Brandon Morse. He says, uh, I want to be clear. I don't think college students are evil. The amount of college-aged kids who think looting and rioting is an okay thing is shocking and worrisome. According to the Foundation for Economic Education fee – A recent poll found that 65% of students thought that rioting and looting was an okay thing to do. Now, if that doesn't strike you as a staggering figure, 65%. The poll was conducted by McLaughlin and associate in conjunction with Yale University's William F. Buckley program. It surveyed a nationally representative sample of 800 college students on a wide array of issues. One key finding from the poll was that 64% of college students agreed that recent rioting and looting is justified to some degree. Only 28% disagreed with the assessment. So 28% said, hey, you know what, rioting and looting, it's not justified. That's it, 28%. The rest feel, in some measure, it is okay to steal and destroy someone else's property, right? Because that's really what it's asking, right? They guss it up. They're putting lipstick on it. Is riding and looting justified to some degree? But in reality, what it's saying is, do you have the right to steal and destroy someone else's property? and 64% of college students agreed with that statement. The question asked of them, due to the systemic racism in our country and the countless number of black Americans who have been wrongfully targeted and murdered by police officers, is the recent rioting and looting justified to some degree? Something needs to change, and we need to draw attention to this problem by whatever means necessary. The author of the article says, The question is a bit loaded, but the kicker is that most college students don't know that at all. So much is working against a student to come to a conclusion on this that is anything but sensical. For one, college students are woefully misinformed. College-age students are constantly being dogged with propaganda from both popular internet sources and YouTube clips to the news. Politics has invaded TikTok to a massive degree. That's very true. They're constantly being bombarded with leftist messaging, and so they truly believe that our political discourse is a question of good versus evil. They've also been led to believe that rioting and looting are akin to a victimless crime, because as they've been told, insurance will cover damages and big corporations can just absorb the cost anyway. That's not always the case as many of these businesses hit are private ones and they may never recover. Many left-leaning young people likely rooted their disdain for property rights in the notion that they really only matter to big business or the rich. That is mistaken. In fact, the rich, safe neighborhoods aren't the ones being looted. The destructive acts are disproportionately victimizing urban, poorer neighborhoods and minority-owned businesses. And the long-term fallout of attacks on property rights haunts society's most vulnerable the most. And did you see that? Did you see the video of the uh, shop owner? She put a sign out in front of her store during the riots here in Philadelphia. It said black owned. And you see people breaking into her store. And now she's got the security camera on in her store. And at first it was a small trickle, one person, two people. And they're coming in and they start to loot and rob and steal from her. Within a minute. Within a minute, the store was emptied. There was one guy, he showed up. He's got a bag, right? He came prepared. He's got a bag and he's taking the clothes off the hangers, putting it in the bag. Apparently, right, he's going to steal this stuff. So while he's meticulously robbing the store item by item, somebody reaches up from behind him grabs a whole bunch of clothes, like in a bear hug, and rips it off the rack. There is no honor among thieves. The other thing to come out, did you see the one where the guy had a car full of stuff, apparently stolen, right? He's got a car full of stuff, stolen, apparently. And while he's performing his getaway, he's robbed. His car is stolen full of the stuff that apparently he stole. That's what you get when you raise a generation of individuals who feel like property rights don't matter. You're listening to The Joe Carey Show here on the Fed by Ravens Media Network. We will be back after this break.
4: Say radio news with Lance Pride. President Trump and Democrat nominee Joe Biden will each travel to the Midwest on Friday. Both candidates will make stops in Minnesota and Wisconsin. Vice President Pence will hold two events in Arizona. He has one rally in Flagstaff followed by a rally in Tucson. Vice Presidential candidate Kamala Harris will be in Texas, visiting Fort Worth, McAllen, and Houston. A tourist at Disney World's Magic Kingdom in Orlando, Florida, was arrested for hiding a loaded firearm in her purse. Marcia Temple from Georgia was arrested earlier this month for carrying. Carrying a 9 millimeter handgun that was loaded with 10 rounds, according to the police report. An employee for Advent Health who was conducting temperature checks on visitors... ...saw Temple place a pink purse behind a planter, then go through a metal detector. The employee notified a deputy sheriff. A Disney World spokesman said in a statement, "...our rules are clear. Weapons are not allowed at our resort." She was also prohibited from returning to all Walt Disney properties. USA Radio News.
1: Balance of nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule... Changing the world one life at a time.
4: When I first switched over, because I stopped taking the other supplements I was taking and switched over all the way to Balance of Nature, I really noticed a huge difference. It was amazing. Like better sleep, better attention, better energy. It was just really, really great.
1: Balance of Nature is now offering 35% off on any new preferred order. Go to balanceofnature.com today and use discount code USA.
0: Can you believe after all the recent violent protests, looting, and destruction, some communities are considering either defunding or abolishing the police? If you agree that now is the time when police protection is needed most, then it's time we stand up and support your local police and the communities they serve. Call 800-JBS-USA-1 and request your free Support Your Local Police info packet. That's 800-JBS-USA-1 and request your free Support Your Local Police info packet today.
4: The NAACP Legal Defense Fund has sued President Trump over his executive order at the end of September, which banned federal agencies, contractors, and grant recipients from conducting diversity training, which he said is anti-American. Trump, in his order, said that the affected entities should, of course, continue to foster environments devoid of hostility, grounded in race, sex, and other federally protected characteristics. but. Their plan is rooted in the false belief that America is an irredeemably racist and sexist country. Now that sanctuary cities have been rooted in some American cities, the results are quite unpleasant, especially in Los Angeles, California. The city has just under 300 homicides this year, a number not seen in more than a decade. Fewer than half have been solved is the problem. Many of the victims have been homeless or those connected to gang activity. In the Los Angeles Police Department's Southern Bureau... 81 killings had suspected connections to gang activity. USA Radio News.
3: Hey, welcome back to the Joe Kerry Show here on the uh, Fed by Ravens Media Network. Uh, thank you for uh, tuning in. Uh, some breaking news. Walmart has announced that it is uh, suspending. You know what it said? It didn't say suspending, so it's tough to see if this is going to be permanent or not. But Walmart announces that it will remove its guns and ammo for fear mobs will loot stores and shoot people. Wow. Let me see. The article says. Walmart has removed all guns and ammunition from the sales floor of its U.S. stores this week. Brian, there couldn't have been that many guns or ammo in the stores to begin with. I mean, what, they probably just have that weird ammo that I see all the time that nobody buys. Like, um, I don't know, what round is out there? Is there a Or, I mean, I walk in, there's no 9mm, there's no forty, there's no forty-five, but there's always that, you know... Here's a 508. Oh, did they even make this gun? Like, did they even make a 508 gun? It's the only ammo that's left. So Walmart has removed all guns and ammunition from the sales floor of its U.S. stores this week, aiming to head off any potential theft of firearms if stores are broken into amid social unrest. You know what that's an indictment of? That's an indictment of the mayor. It's an indictment of the police force. It's an indictment of the security, where a store basically has to say, you know what? We don't think you're going to protect us. Did you see what happened in Philadelphia with the Walmart? A bunch of people run in. They start looting it. The police show up. They make no arrests. They just tell people to leave the store. So they literally go to the store next door and begin looting that store. So the police go to that store and say, guys, you can't be here. You got to leave. Where do you think they go? Back to the Walmart. It was like a cartoon sketch of spy versus spy. And the police are just following the marching orders of the political elected class who made it clear, we don't want any arrests. Let the looting and the pillaging continue. Daily Caller noted Walmart removed guns and ammo off the shelves in case there are any riots that could lead to stores being looted and lead to the possible theft of firearms. For stores everywhere, looting potentially looms. As of late, it's a particularly prominent response to items in the news. Just take a look at Philadelphia earlier this week. Walmart is being looted for the second time by Black Lives Matter rioters in Philadelphia, reports Elijah Schaefer. They're looting 15-plus stores over a four-block radius. Police have not been able to get the situation under control. Chaos is ensuing to the point that where it's not safe anymore. Walmart says to be clear, we will still be selling the products, but nothing will any but nothing will any longer be on display. Okay, now this is interesting. A spokesperson explained, "We have seen some isolated civil unrest and we ha- as we have done on several occasions over the last years, we have moved our firearms and ammunition off the sales floor as a precaution for the safety of our associates and customers. Well, interesting. So it sounds like they've removed it from the sales floor, but the article seems to suggest that they're still available. Is that like the uh, In and Out Burger, like special menu? Like, is that where you go up and if you know the codes, you get like the secrets? Like, do you go to Walmart and say, you know, here's the handshake, here's the secret code, give me my guns? Like, how does that work? And what if you hide them in the back? Do you think? It's kind of like this. Now that people know that they're still in the store, are they just going to stop their looting? Because it says, oh, wait, we're not an employee. And it says employees only. We're not going to go back there and loot. I mean, that doesn't make any sense at all. And speaking of making no sense, we talked about this yesterday. Uh, United Airlines on select flights from Newark to Heathrow Airport, they've announced that they're going to do mandatory Uh, coronavirus quick swab testing on anyone that's two years uh, and older. And we had this discussion yesterday, how nonsensical this is, because even if you're tested negative, guess what? You still have to wear the mask on the flight. But wait, you just tested me. You just tested me and said that I'm negative for coronavirus. Why should we have to wear a mask when everyone on this flight just tested negative? It gets better. So even if you've tested negative and you're able to board the plane, and even if you wear your mask for the entire trip from nork to Heathrow, when you land in Heathrow, do you think you have to quarantine for two weeks or do you think you get to skip it? Well, the madness continues. Because even if you tested negative in Newark and you arrive in uh, Heathrow, and even if you wore your mask the full time on a plane with everyone else who has tested negative, guess what? When you land in Heathrow, you're still obligated to quarantine for two weeks. Can someone explain to me how that makes any sense? Why administer the test if the results don't matter? Well, Joe, they do matter because if you test positive, you're not allowed on the plane. Okay. It matters to that person. But the behavior of the airline and of the officials in England, they don't change one iota. But if you test negative and everybody on the plane has tested negative, why in the world would you be required to wear a mask and when you land, why would you be required to quarantine for two weeks? And I tell you, the, the answers are serious because when people don't understand why they're required to do something, they eventually will stop doing it, right? Like eventually people will say, this doesn't make any sense. You know, Dr. Fauci, Tony, as he's called in the neighborhood, he, he tells us that, well, people are, are getting, you know, weary, They're getting weary of all these restrictions. I don't think that's it. I think if people understood whether or not these were efficacious behaviors, they would do it. But the problem is you look around and you're like, this this doesn't matter. This absolutely doesn't matter. So why am I doing it? Look at Chris Cuomo, right? He gets on the news every night the lesser Cuomo. He gets on CNN every night, and what does he say? If you don't wear a mask, you're killing someone. If you don't wear a mask, you're killing grandma. Then they catch him at a a club, and he's not wearing a mask. And where he lives, he was actually cited for being in the elevator and walking the hallways of his apartment complex without a mask. Do you think people are going to give him any due, any credibility when he talks about how important it is to wear masks? No. And it's the same thing with Dr. Fauci. You can't go to a baseball game, throw out the first pitch and then sit. Tighter than three fat kids on a school bus seat. And he's packed in with two of his friends and he's there without his mask, just chatting away. No social distancing, no mask. Just a big dose of hypocrisy. Oh, the other thing that uh, Gary Herbert showed us, you also don't need to wear a mask when you're fundraising. Apparently, COVID doesn't transmit in that setting. Hey, you're listening to The Joe Carey Show. We'll be back right after this break.
4: Mortgage Corp DBA Cash Call Mortgage NMLS ID 128231 Equal housing lender, not licensed in all states including New York Offer not available in Washington Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions
1: You see it on TV every day Global turmoil But these international events help keep interest rates low And may even drive them lower In response, we at Cash Call Mortgage Have lowered our interest rates for the new year And that's great news for homeowners If you have a current rate above 2.99% call us to see how much you can save if you qualify we'll even pay your closing costs and we can close your refi in as fast as 20 days with no upfront deposit with our low interest rates and no closing costs if you qualify there's never been a better time to lock in a low rate before it's gone for a free quote go to CashCallMortgage.com or call 800-299-1364 that's 800-299-1364 800-299-1364 The healthcare enrollment period has just ended. Did you miss it? Don't go a whole year without having a healthcare program. Sign up for Liberty Health Share today. As a Christian healthcare sharing ministry, they are not insurance. So you can still sign up. There's no open enrollment period. You can sign up now. And you can pick the program of your choice. You get to select your doctors and your hospital. They have programs for single individuals, for couples, and families. Best of all, there are no contracts. And plans start at only $199 per month. Go to libertyhealthshare.org backslash joe carey. That's LibertyHealthShare.org backslash Joe Carey, K-E-R-R-Y.
4: Hi, this is Stan Ellsworth. You know, I know a little bit about history. I mean, me and that Harley and all. But social media, well, that's a mystery to me. So I turn to the good folks at Little Cloud. They help me develop my social media. They call it an online footprint. I'm a pretty big guy. Little Cloud, they've created a pretty big online presence for me. Let them help you. Visit their website. Visit my friends at littlecloudmedia.com.
3: Welcome back to the uh, Joe Perry show here on uh, the Fed by Ravens media network. You can see all the shows, all the lineups, fedbyravensmedia.com. Uh, thank you for all that uh, you do for listening, for telling your friends about the network. Uh, I am thrilled. Our next guest, Jim Sano, a uh, prognosticator of sorts, um, someone who in 2016, uh, and it seems very appropriate to share this story now in 2016, uh, When I was asking around and and looking for smart voices, the only one who predicted a Donald Trump uh, victory in 2016 uh, in my circle was uh, Jim Sano. Uh, He said, Joe, you know, put money on it like it's going to go down with Trump. He's going to win. At the time, I didn't see it the same way Jim did four years later. Uh, he deserves the tip of the hat. So we're bringing Jim Sano in now, the man who called it right in 2016. Jim, let's start there. 2020, a different landscape. Do you have a prediction for for us in the audience on what you think is going to happen uh, on Tuesday?
2: I believe, Joe, that the victory for Trump will come about. I think it's a much harder earned victory than was in 16, as tough as 16 was, because there's a lot of uh, money coming in from all over the world to convert this country from what it is to a socialist, self-destructing nation. The world has a tremendous interest in our politics because the treasury is the first goal. The uh, uh, the youth is our second goal, which they've been working on for a long time. And the third is their our military is their third goal. Uh, we've got all things uh, strong and uh, if they can knock down those three things, they got us. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen, so I would like to reinforce with your audience to get out and vote, and on that note, you do it personally. Now, I do know a lot of people voted, and regardless of their vote at the time, early. That, to me, is a fraudulent method to achieve a goal. That's why the Democrats were so heavy duty on mail-ins and the early voting. But I must say that most states, definitely Florida, definitely New York, and I'm not sure of the others, but I would say for the most part, most states will allow you to change your vote. So if you did vote for Biden out of frustration or for whatever reason, and you wanted to change it for the sake of example, you go to the voting polls, on Election Day and you vote normally as if you did not pre-vote in the earlier sessions. Your latest vote counters and reverses the vote, the, uh, vote you placed earlier on. So if, in fact, you felt you were bushwhacked into putting the vote in a particular candidate that you don't want today, that's how you reverse it. So that's very important. I also wanted to state that the vice presidential candidate, which is Kamala. Uh, Harris, who is going to take the reins within three months, in my judgment, if in fact the Democrats should secure the White House, they'd have to get rid of Joe. And obviously you saw that move already take place with Pelosi trying to get the 25th Amendment reworked. So they can absolutely make sure he bows out as he's agreed to if, in fact, he becomes addicted to being president. So there again, the tip off to what's going to happen after the election. Joe was a uh, figure that has no bearing on reality. He's put there to persuade people that are not too clear as to who is running and why to vote for Democrats. He's the Trojan horse, as I've said many, many times. Just to give you a brief synopsis of Kamala Harris. The only reason she's where she's at is because she slept around as a younger lady, specifically with Willie Brown, who was the mayor of uh, San Francisco who was a married man that tells you the quality of character she carries and she's done this same MO right up to the point in time where she's running for vice president. So that's another issue I think your audience should know. Uh, Lastly, or I should say thirdly, Bobolinsky is a guy that's a Navy officer that's come forward on the Tucker Carlson show. I invite your audience to look at that show tonight and watch the reinforcement of how dirty Uh, The Bidens have been for many years with regard to money coming out of China. And if you want that type of character in your White House, I think you have to have your head examined. Uh, Those are the three things I'd like to hit hard on. And uh, I do believe that uh, in the end, the good will prevail over the evil. And I think Trump will win. And I think hopefully if we all get out and do our thing, we will know the answer within 48 hours rather than 48 days.
3: You know, Jim, I've got to tell you, you hit on some just some
2: solid points
3: there. And one of them being character. And, you know, people are quick to say, well, Donald Trump doesn't have the the character. Despite four years of probably the most uh, invasive and thorough review of a president's life, um, they've really come up with a lot of zeros uh, on the character front. The way they portray this man, you would think he would have a rap sheet and just this uh, horrific track record, but it's really not there. And they're going out of their way to, uh, to give Joe Biden a, uh, a self-admitted plagiarist, um, someone who the evidence increasingly looks like uh, is in a, a corrupt deal with Ukraine and China and running a family business off the backs of the American taxpayer – Why do you think that is?
2: That's the only way they can win. As I've said in the past, they cheated big time with Obama on two elections. They uh, are only in a mode of cheat. If they don't cheat, they don't stand a shot because rational people understand true and false. As a rule, but they disguise the false and they do it in a way that's uh, subliminal. And you know, you and I have talked about this in the past two weeks, and I had hoped we'd discuss this further. But for your audience again, on the Netflix channel, I suggest everybody turn on the Social Dilemma and watch it. That's a window into what goes on with the computer companies, such as the Facebook folks, the Google folks, and especially the TikTok folks. And if you have children, I really think it's mandatory watching because what they're doing is they are hypnotizing or to a degree brainwashing the youngsters to where their thinking is not their own and they can't tell the difference. So again, social dilemma, a very important program for everyone to watch, especially those raising children. It has to be something you hit head on. You can't sidestep it because in the end you will lose and they will win. And they're putting tremendous amounts of effort uh, as well as funding, as I said earlier, coming from all over the world. And the objective is not to let America rise up and become what it used to be. And as nuts as that sounds, that's a very accurate description.
3: Jim, uh, let me ask you this. Um, One of the things that's coming out of the state of Florida, I've read a few reports now, they're saying that the uh, Black and Latino vote out of Miami-Dade County is lower than it was in 2016. And that Republican, uh, uh, Black and Latino voters appear, appear, uh, to be stronger than they were in 2016. I don't know the state of Florida too well, but it's my understanding that they need to rack up a huge win, meaning the Democrats in Miami-Dade County, to offset the rest of the state. If they are not able to do that in my, Miami-Dade County, it looks like Florida may may move solidly into the uh, Trump column.
2: That's the hope, Joe, and that's what appears to be the case. I'm going to make a prediction that the minority vote is going to be probably somewhere between 22 and 30 percent as opposed to the 9 or 11 percent in the past because these folks do see to a large degree the rationale between two two, uh, candidates and they uh, come down on the side that makes most sense their eyes their ears their their sense of taste as i've said before the five senses that are human and linked to all human beings are obvious and uh, i'm hopeful that every American, regardless of where you are from, regardless of your color, I classify you as an American. If you are such, I classify you as an Ameriphobe, as most folks know, if you're anti-American. And that's the only two sides that count. So I think if America stands up, does what they're supposed to do from a logical point of view, this country goes forward in a bigger way than we did in the past four years. And we defeat we defeat socialism once and for all. We defeat the folks that are trying to take this country down because that is their goal, to, com- to uh, commandeer this nation. And they are in the throes of the communist China as well as Russia. And that's a very dangerous area to go into. Hey, Jim, I appreciate
3: it. Have a good weekend. We'll stay, stay tuned. We'll be back right after this segment. Hey, Jim, hey, so we do have breaking news that, that I want to uh, bring you. And I'm sorry about that. I was actually uh, reading the breaking news. We just came across the wire. Walmart has reversed its decision uh, and will now be uh, selling guns and ammo uh, in its stores. So um, they are saying that it depends where you're living, Uh Some stores will have it. Some stores won't. Uh, We'll wait and we'll bring you that news on Monday. Hey, have a great weekend. Remember, get right with God. Be kind. Stay tuned to The Brian Hyde Show. And don't forget, vote. Get someone else to vote. It's that important.